When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I've been all hey in my bag. You've been yeah. all in your business. It's a banger. Boom. Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of our wrestling series. Keeping it real. You can get the show in video format, youtube.com slash Ace Podcast Nation, as well as all our other great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts and more. Give us a follow on social media at keeping it real underscore with a two A's. And, of course, subscribe to that YouTube channel. Get the audio versions, all the usual podcast platforms of this show and all the other shows we do. But uh, with no further ado, as ever, I am joined to talk some wrestling by post-wrestling writer and interviewer, the GOAT, Mr. Andrew Thompson. How goes it, my friend? How are you? Good, sir. How are you? Good. Good. I think our theme tune is a banger. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's gonna be good. So uh, how are you, got, friend? Good week. It's been a uh, fantastic week, sir. No complaints. Got to see some good graps. Uh, I really enjoyed the um, Santos Escobar carrying across street fight. I thought AEW is progressing well with their uh, their tournament. Um, unfortunate news that uh, Anna J is uh, I'm gonna be out yeah, for out for one. quite some time with the with the surgery, but I think it's I think in the long run it's gonna be good for her, give her some time to like revamp because I I felt like um I felt like like with AEW it was gonna be like some real good stuff that they could have did with her and Brody Lee because it seemed like Brody Lee kind of recruited her a little bit and like brought her in and like I even heard a story one time when he was like and I guess in the, I think it was in the backstage area or something like that he was everybody was around and he was like. Make sure don't, don't like don't let the wrestling don't don't let the wrestling business ruin Anna. She's a good one and stuff like that. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I felt like they probably had some like a lot of good stuff they could do with her. Um, but you know, I, I think I think it'll be it'll be good for her, you know just to like and then when she pops up again, she'll be a fresh face women's division. Um, I think people will be excited and maybe fans will be back by then. So you never know. And then uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a good wrestling week, man. We got some good shows. Got the New Japan Castle Attack shows. Hiromu Takahashi, unfortunately, out for six months. Torn pectoral muscle. Uh, bad for him. Um, yeah, big New Japan shows. Uh, 
what else? We got uh, Moxley versus Kenta tonight for the IWGP US Heavyweight title. Excited for that. Got Revolution coming up next week. So it's, it's got a lot, a lot of good things going on, man. You got KG Muto. I, we, I don't think we talked about last time we did the podcast. The 58-year-old has won the GAC Heavyweight Championship. The old heads are taking over. Speaking of the old heads, I noticed in your uh, in your post news update this week, Shawn Michaels was talking about Okada. Yes, he was. Uh, what did he have to say? Oh, he just said. Uh, well, well, firstly, the conversation, the full context, the conversation came about because uh, um, Justin Barrasso, a Sports Illustrated, uh, did a feature, very cool that people should check out. It's a very well written uh, feature, and he got a bunch of wrestlers that he interviewed and um, asked them for their favorite matches. And uh, Okada said one of his favorite matches uh, was Shawn Michaels versus um, uh, Chris Irvine for the um, at WrestleMania 19. Mm. Don't call him, yeah, Chris Irvine. That's what I'm calling mm-hmm. him now for my own reasons. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and he said that was one of his favorite matches, and um, that 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 was related to Shawn. And Shawn said that he appreciates Okada, and he Shawn was it. It's very clear that Shawn is familiar with Okada's work just by the way he was speaking about him. Like he knows, yeah. He he knows who Okada is, and he um he was just like yeah. If pe- people keep people have asked me before, but I think what I think he would do in WWE, and he was just like he would be fantastic, and he would adjust fantastic if he would ever come there. And it sparked a little sparked a little discussion, you know, it sparked a little which yeah. I, which I always hope to do with the news updates. That's it, mate. Another thing on the same update, um, it sort of says Tony Khan not nervous about Sting wrestling. Well, let me tell you something, mate. I am was. Still am, mm-hmm. and when he took that power bomb the other week, oh my yeah. god! T- t- Tony said, Tony said he cleared though. He said he's yeah. fully clear. And, and, and the thing, what he says, thing has been like in wrestling, like not publicly, but he's been like in the ring for like a, a while now. Mm. But he just yeah. never, it was never public. But now I can see, I can see why people are concerned. Like, bro, at the end of the day, that's a man, sixty-one year old man, that's co- coming off a of, uh, spinal stenosis. Basically, I think that's what yeah. it is. So I mean, like, of course you would be worried, like, but I mean, if if he's good to go, I mean, then you know, he should be all right. Yeah, it's his decision, bro. Uh, he he should be good. I mean, he looked like he looked like he was fine when he took the power bomb, like, he did, like, yeah. And it wasn't great, like great it didn't, it, it didn't seem like. It, you you want to know what the thing that's gonna be good for him? Like, I, that's why I really wish he had a he had a crowd. Is that um he would have the Daniel Bryan effect because you you, yeah. you remember you remember when Daniel Bryan first came back. And every time every we seen bump. a bump, every bump, bro, every single bump, everybody was like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Like every time, and then Brown, and then Brown would sell it. He would sell it like it was nothing. And I'm telling you that, like, Sting could have the same, same kind of. And then he older, so it'll be like more into it because people gonna be concerned about his age and his. Like I'm telling you, he, 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 he could have, he could like really have a crowd about it, like in the palm of his hands if he, if he wanted to. So yes, indeed, should be okay. Friend. It's uh, interesting. You mentioned it was a good week, and I think I agree. It was very good. I thought it was a very good week for the wrestling TV. Um, started with Elimination Chamber. What was your uh, actually before that? Um, the AEW Miz. Finished, AEW finished fifth on cable, and uh, NXT had their highest rating of the year. I don't really like to talk about ratings too much because ultimately I don't care because I just more interested in whether I enjoy it. Um, I enjoyed both AEW and NXT, but I wanted to ask you about the direction that they took with Adam Cole and uh, him turning on Roderick Strong as well. So he ain't got no friends. Man, the Undisputed Era is 
officially officially over. I don't know how to feel about it, bro. I feel I feel like I mean if they're if they're not going to, um, if if they're not going to break off, I mean I mean not, not if they're not going to break. Out. So if if they are not going to the main roster, if they're not going to roll SmackDown, I got no problem with it. But if they are, I got a problem with it because. I, I feel like they are more effective as a group, and and I, I don't think I, I think it's gonna take. I, I'm not saying Adam Cole wouldn't be successful on Raw or SmackDown, but I feel like it's gonna take a lot he, for him to stacks the deck, and, 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 exactly and especially because he especially because you don't have a crowd saying they going crazy for him, so it's no like the, the WWE they just go based off of what they want, and like there's no crowd influence there because there's no nobody yes. there. That, that, that's why I'm so interested for um for Mania to actually hear how people react to certain. Talents yeah, like like yeah, Roman, yeah. like I'm I'm really interested to see how they react to Roman. I, I don't think Roman's getting booed. I think he people like what you pop for him. But 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 yeah, but yeah but back, back to the uh, uh, Adam Cole. But yeah, uh, I don't I don't really know how to feel about it. I feel like they they I, I know they're gonna get some good matches out of him and Kyle, and they get some good matches out of him and um, yes. him and him and Roddy. I don't know where the hell Bobby Fish is, but uh, yeah. So the, um, so. I think I mentioned this on the show a couple of weeks ago. Like my only concern with it, similar to what you said, is I've but I've got a feeling that Adam Cole on his own is going to go to the main roster, and I think that's why they're breaking them up. Um, that concerns me. But if the crowd was there, I would be less concerned because yeah, they, said, they have they go they go wild for Adam Cole. But you haven't got that that influence, and Vince is going to see him. He sees oh he's too small, blah blah blah. But my one hope is that they are looking at what uh, other companies are doing with like the Bullet Club stuff, and maybe they will bring him up alongside AJ Styles, and maybe do something with that and make a new stable for him on Raw. But I don't know. It's it's difficult. It's tricky. I wouldn't be against that because I think it makes sense. But ultimately, I guess we'll have to see. Which direction they go? What did you think of Elimination Chamber? The Miz is the new. But but you want to know what, bro? Like I, I know a lot of people was upset. Like I, I, I do. I couldn't sit there and like try to act like I was mad at the Miz winning the title. But I've always enjoyed enjoyed them. Now I've just always enjoyed the Miz character, bro. Like, and then like I know he hasn't been booked. Like he hasn't booked well at all. Like to be honest, with you. like dude, the dude got slapped by Bad Bunny early in the show. But like, do, do, do you see how him winning the title instantly made this man that heel that he was back then instantly? Like literally instantly. And then and then at that, bro, I can't, I, I can't, I couldn't get myself, I can't get myself to to hate on the Miz. I just can't because like I know he wasn't supposed to, he, he wasn't supposed to succeed in wrestling at all. Yeah. Like I, no, like, he, like like even those stories back in the day when. Like he'd get hazed by Benoit, and you know what I'm saying? They they throw him out the locker room multiple times and shit in his bag, and you know what I'm saying? All, all that big wild stuff mm. that they used to do back in the day, and he he made it, bro. Like, yeah. and, and, and then it's not like they he was getting shoved down people's throats, but it's been a ten year gap since he won the title, and then yeah, he about to, and then he's probably about to lose it tomorrow. I mean, on, on yeah. Raw to Bobby Lashley, which I think should happen, and then we are gonna get the yeah, second, uh, the, the third Black African American uh, WWE champion. Like, so I, 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 even before the Lashley stuff came about, I mean, I, I think we all kind of knew that it was gonna be Miz and Lashley at some point. We didn't think it was gonna be this week. We thought we thought probably it was gonna be that fast lane, but 
Like I'm not. I I, I, I wouldn't even be mad and amazed if they would have just like if it was just this was the decision they made without yeah. the fact that like I, I I couldn't like sit there and act like I was upset at it, bro. Not at all. And I think what I liked about it as well is that they made sense of it. They showed you him talking to MVP before the main event. Then he cashed in after Lashley beat him yeah, down. Yeah, that, that, that kind and of thing. And then they made sense of it. And then on Raw, they made more sense of it again by explaining, you know, that he made a deal with them, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, The Miz does what the, you'd expect The Miz's character to do, which is try and worm his way out of mm-hmm. facing Lashley. That's what he would do. Which he knows he can't beat. Yeah. And I, I, re- I just thought it was really good color, uh, logic. I love a bit of logic. I love, like things making sense and I thought they did a real good job with that um, they've built Bobby Lashley up real well over the, the past probably year now um, the Hurt Business has been consistently one of the better things on Raw and I thought him losing to Riddle was the right call because I think if they're going to do something with Matt Riddle then that was the way to do it they didn't pin Bobby Lashley they had Morrison in there although I think they did pin him didn't they but they I can't remember, but they had Morrison in there to make it, you know, not a one-on-one victory. And mm-hmm. then they made Bobby Lashley look like a beast. Afterwards, he was angry and he destroys uh, Drew. I, if I was booking it, I'd have him destroy the Miz next Monday to build him further as this like unstoppable monster. And then I would go in that direction. What I actually think will happen. Is oh, sorry, someone... so, 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 real quick. Now I'm under pressure just to correct something I said yeah. earlier. I made a slight, slight correction with the um, the Miz Benoit thing. Ben, Benoit kicked him out the locker room. I'm gonna take the the Hazen thing back because I don't know, like I don't, I don't remember Miz ever speaking about that. Like, but I yeah, okay. I, I, I do know that he Benoit kicked he him got out. Kicked out the yeah, locker room. He, he got kicked out the locker room by Benoit. There you go. So I wanted, I just wanted to correct yeah. that real quick. Yeah, okay. That's, that's I appreciate you, mate. The um. But yeah, I um, I think that they, rather than I think they'll do it at Fastlane, they'll do something on Monday. Someone maybe Drew DQ. will come back and do a D, you know there'll be a DQ. They might even do a triple threat between Drew, Bobby, and but, the Miz. But, but I, I, th- I think they should just put the title on Lashley, bro. Like just do I it. I do too. I just think do they it, bro. Just have bro. him destroy he, the Miz on he Monday. He is hot right now, bro. He is hot. Like if you Would if you're you? not gonna you're not gonna do it now, you might, you might as well just like. Yeah. Just do, oh, what you about to say? the time, innit? I was going to say, would you do uh, Drew versus Lashley at Mania? Mania? Of course. Or, or would you bring back Brock Lesnar versus Lashley at Mania if you were given the choice? No, I would. Would you, you say you, 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 you want to you know what? The, the best way, the, the best thing to do is to build Bobby Lashley as your monster. Like you can have Brock Lesnar there, but I think the see see if I if I was booking it, this is what I would do. I would have Lashley get the title from Miz on Monday, have him mm-hmm. take it into Mania, beat Drew, have it have, do do the match with Brock at a, another pay per view, maybe a SummerSlam, have him beat Brock. Then you have Lashley, this big strong character, and then just put the title back on Drew because Drew just beat the biggest monster that you got. Literally, he yeah. just beat he beat he beat Drew already. So they wanted, so they he got one, he got one up on him. It's one to know. He goes on beats, beats who's presented as one of the uh, most protected characters in WWE history. You got Brock Lesnar, Lashley finally got one over him, and then 
the 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 thing the, the the best way to cap it off is to have Drew win the title back because Drew just literally beat your biggest monster. Drew gets the rub. Bobby Lashley just went on a, a fucking hell of a streak, so it doesn't really hurt him. And then you can always run it back. And then Lashley's always protected. And then you can just yeah. easily like if you want to do something, you just put the U.S. title on him again and to keep him high. Yeah, like it's like exactly. literally that simple. Yeah, I would do. So I think I would do that. I'd have I'd have Bobby Lashley. Um, beat Lesnar at say SummerSlam, one of the big ones yeah. in the middle of the year, and beat him pretty well. Yeah. And then what I'd have then is I'd have the WrestleMania next year with a, probably a full house. Have Drew beat Bobby Lashley, at and Mania then Drew next get his year. WrestleMania moment. Yeah, and not he gets his WrestleMania moment. He gets the title in front of a crowd, but also on the Raw the next night or whenever he does promo, he's the guy who gets to say. I beat Brock, I beat Brock Lesnar, and I beat Bobby Lashley, the two most dominant. There you go, monsters. There you go. It's, 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 it's so simple, bro. It's so, but they they literally have a monster on screen monster in their hands with Lashley, bro. Like literally, he's like literally right there, bro. And the other thing as well is I. Oh, saw hey, so, so, on... so I was going to ask you, did you see that picture of him holding the world title when he was standing on the turnbuckle, yeah, bro? Oh is, my bro. goodness, just so good. And that, they've um, they should have done this angle with Bobby Lashley. The second he came back to that yeah. WWE, like he was ready made because he was coming off a run in TNA. Mm, yeah. where he had p- portrayed that sort of character. He'd had a couple of MMA fights. Like it was there to do him versus Brock. But, you know, it was really. You, so, so, so you, you, you want to know a good thing they could really do, to be honest with you? Because you, you know, Lashley's still under contract with Bellator, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if it, whenever he dropped the title, how about you, like, let him go do an MMA fight? And then yeah, yeah. like he already legit. So and, and then on top of that, if he wins, you know what I'm saying? Like that's bigger again. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, man. I hundred percent. The one thing I like, um, I saw someone on social media say the reason they might not do that is because it's too similar. If they're gonna do what we've discussed previously with Roman and build him up for a whole year of having a title ready for the rock next year. But I would argue that Roman Reigns having the title for a year is different to the type of run that Bobby Lashley would have holding it for a year. Like your Bobby Lashley run is going to be like a that dominant monster run, whereas Roman Reigns is kind of got a stable around him and he. Bro, Ro- 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 Roman is legitimately cheated in every single last one of his championship yes. title defenses. Like legit. And he's yeah, and that's he's gonna like abuse the rules and and or you know, he's, he's gonna be a typical heel. Whereas mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley effectively is just gonna. Be, I know he's got a stable with him, but he's effectively just gonna be a badass. Because mm-hmm. if you notice in the last few weeks, like the Hurt Business haven't really cheated to win. Like. um Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin have been off doing their tag team stuff. Um, MVP's been with Bobby Lashley, but he hasn't helped him. Bobby Lashley has kind of done the the Ken Shamrock gimmick of snapping, and he's just beaten the shit out of whoever he's faced. Like, it's too different. It's Yes, you're going to have two long-term champions on your shows, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing anyway. And... They're two different types of run, like, and I just uh, yeah, I um, if here's a question for you: if they say the Rock is done, and they can't do that Rock versus Roman next year, who would you be? Who would your pick be to finally take the title off Roman at whatever point? 
Mm, Brian, probably. Or Nakamura, maybe. Like, I, I really can't think. I really can't think of nobody right now. Like, Roman is just, like, on another, like, level. So, it's, like, yeah, it's kind of hard to, like, pick somebody. Like, that, that. that's what happens when you when you book strong champions. <laughs> like, I look at it, and I, I've looked at the way they booked Cesaro in the last couple of weeks, and I just think, God damn, they missed the boat with him as a as a guy who could be, like, you know, we talked about before um, how they used to have, like, five or six guys who they could just rotate in and out of the, of the main event scene and the title picture so to keep it fresh. Like, Cesaro should be one of that sort of five or six guys who not necessarily is going to have like a a a long run like as a champion but he might have like the odd short run he can go in do a main event feud when he needs to be but then equally i would argue that Sami Zayn at certain points kevin owens at certain points um daniel bryan you've got these guys they could all do it but the wwe doesn't seem to have the the confidence to do it Mm. Um, you know Adam Cole could if he came in and had a a run similar to AJ Styles could do it but it's the WWE it's it's not the guys and the talent that's stopping the WWE from having that kind of golden era feeling of having multiple top guys guys who can just rotate in and, and then what happens then is when you've got that group of guys is when they face off each against each other, you don't know who's going to win. Tell yeah, that, but also when they're not in the title picture and they're say facing off each other just in a feud, it feels bigger because they're all main eventers. So they're having like, say you had, if just the names I just mentioned, say they had all been rotating, and you at the moment it was Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns as the main event on SmackDown, but your co-main event or your your upper mid your upper card match is Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, it would feel that much bigger because they'd had a run in the title picture over the last couple of years. Do you see what I mean? Like, they make these guys feel less important instead of more important, and it really frustrates me because they've got the most talent they've ever had. Um, I look at guys and girls, Rhea Ripley, Karrion Cross, Adam Cole... Maybe. Um, who else? There was another one as well. And I can't remember his name. Someone else. Who... T-Bar. Yeah, T-Bar. <clears throat> don't get me started on Retribution because I still argue that that could have been a real cool stable. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, bro, From let, that let, moment when announced as the leader, they could have done some cool shit and they completely fucked it up. Let me tell, let me tell you something. For, 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 the, for the listeners... The next time Sai so try to cut me off again, we're going to throw hands. Tell him, watch that. Everybody listening. You don't want to do this, brother. You change you change, you change, change your, your little avatar picture <laughs> to you looking surprised. And you think you can come on here and you can slap me in my face. But, but, uh, but no, I, I agree with you. I, I think Retribution done. That group is done. They got a turn on it. By the way, Dead they set that up. They all the way they were all looking at uh, Mustafa Ali when he shouted at them on Raw. They got a turn. Um, look, my worry is, like, like part of me thinks, yeah, just turn them all, bin the group, take their masks off them, 
because actually individually, maybe apart from Shane Thorne, like Mia Yim can be exceptional in the women's division. Um, Dajakovic can be yeah. awesome. He could be a legit main eventer for 10 years. Um, and I even think uh, I like Mace. I, yeah, I would actually, I'd probably keep the mask on him because I think he, for some reason, his mannerisms and stuff with the mask has probably fitted the best out of the group. I think he's got quite a unique, cool look, and I quite like it. But he's got potential, like you say. Mustafa Ali should have already been a multiple W, like a multiple champion, and he should have had at least you know a good run in the main event. He should be a he should be a bona fide main eventer in WWE already. My worry is they are going to break the group up, and Mustafa Ali will go back to getting lost in the shuffle, and he will just do the same gimmick he's doing now, but on his own which loses even more credence because you've lost your stable, you've lost your followers. It's like when Bray Wyatt was a cult leader without a cult because he let them all go. He did nothing for months because he was just felt lost because he was a cult leader without a cult. Um, that's my concern for Mustafa Ali. I just get frustrated when I talk about Retribution, mate, because when he was revealed as the leader, that was the chance to really do something with him and that group, Mason uh, T Bar as a as a tag team could have been awesome. Uh, Ali would be very disappointed with how you pronouncing his name right now. Very disappointed. I, yeah, I apologize, my friend. Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. He would be very see how you. That's gonna be one of your guys. That's gonna be one of your guys. Uh, see. God take me down. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought. Um, no, but no, I, I I agree with you, uh, one hundred percent. But I I think retribution done, bro. It's time. It's time. Yeah, I just that group, I that, group, that, group about it. that group dead in the water. So such a talented group of performers, and I think that's what frustrates me. And ultimately, that's the story. That retribution as a group is almost like the story of the WWE overall in the past probably five ten years, mm. like. That group, look at the talent that's there. It's unbelievable. Like some just like top tier talent, and they haven't been able to do anything with them as a group. Like, like there's something wrong there fundamentally. If you can't do something with a group like that, with that much talent, and let's be honest, I'd say like four out of the five of them have got an incredible look as well. In terms of what the WWE is looking for, but you, that's what you, it made. You 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 want you want to know what, what really did them in when when they announced that they signed contracts? I was like, why would you? Do? Yeah, it didn't make any sense, did it? It's just wild. Um, what did you think of the direction of uh, Matt Hardy and Adam Page this week and the black and the Dark Order? Just like the way they kind of basically said, we're not going to nag you to join. We just want to be your friends and we'll have your back and stuff. And they kind of like, um, he basically joined the Dark Order without joining the Dark Order, I thought. I am not into the this Matt Hardy, Adam Page thing at all. I feel like they could be doing so much with, uh, so much with Page, a, bro. So much momentum, isn't he, uh, Adam Page? He's lost a lot of momentum. Yeah. Um, 
I just can't. Sometimes I really enjoy this Matt Hardy gimmick, and then other times not so much. Um, like it does make it like it makes sense. Yeah, I can see what they're going for. It's good TV. It just, yeah, it's it good just, TV. I just, what would you do with Adam Page now, like to to heat him up? Because he is so talented and so over with the AEW crowd as well. Oh, I don't really know, but Page is a weird one though, bro. It's like, like what, like where, where does he kind of go? Like I feel like he got he got a lot right out the gate, and then he lost the um, Jericho in that World Title match, and he never really like. I mean, he 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 was really on fire when uh when people thought he was gonna turn on Omega, especially after yeah. uh, Revolution. Like I always like think, especially like even in that moment, not even. Hindsight being twenty twenty, that they should have like let Paige do the Buckshot Larry and Omega after they beat the Bucks at Revolution. I always thought they should have just just yeah, did it. They should have. They should have just, just did it, bro. Peak. Yeah. Peak. They should have just did it. But yeah, uh, he he, he kind of been like just always like in the shuffle. Like I I feel like um the only thing for him to do is like join the, the Dark Order and like be their uh their new head of the group. Yeah, be the leader. Yeah. Again, because I, I feel like I feel like there's just no other like like place for him to go right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's a weird one. Another thing which I I quite enjoyed the MJF and uh, Jericho attack on uh, the Young Bucks dad. I thought that was a bit different. Um, I thought it was just something they haven't done before. I thought it was a good way to to make that angle go from just a tag team match to a kind of like. There's bit something a bit personal there. I th- I thought that was quite a good little touch. Yeah. What um? How long do we before the MJF turn? Do you think? On on uh, Jericho. Well, on inner circle. On the inner circle. Or do you think he's going to take the inner circle? From yeah, I, 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 I think I think he's going to baby face Jericho. I, I think he's going to take it over. A baby face Jericho, I think, though, could be difficult to pull off in the current climate. Um, <laughs> Say that. Yeah. But uh, what about Paul White joining AEW? Were you shocked by that? Because very, I gotta say, I was very, real shocked by that. Real very. Shocked. He's, he's a, I thought he was a lifer, bro. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he was gonna be in WWE for life. But hey, it, it looked like he might make a difference. Like, I mean, he he making his debut next week, and then he got the YouTube show with Tony Khan. I mean, I said with Tony, Tony Schiavone on Mondays. Mm. So I'm interested to see what he's gonna do. On Dynamite next week, I think they probably gonna have him. They, 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 Jim and Shaq, because they're gonna be Shaq will be on the same show. And Jay Cargill finally making her every debut. I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm, I'm like really happy to see her wrestle, bro. Yeah, she's um, super talented. If I had to say, if I said to you, what was one thing if like you had to tell someone, um, right, AEW, watch last the last episode. Tell me one thing that I should watch. What would it be? From last week? Yeah. Mm. It's difficult, isn't it? There was they moved some stuff on, but did they? Was no, I, 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 I would say it's difficult, see. but my, my my memory just shot. Like it, I watch so many shows, bro. Like <laughs> so, I can run through it quickly. You had um, Ryan John Moxley, Ryan Namath. Um, uh, then you had uh, the Varsity Blondes versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks with uh, Sting, and then you had the, the Zipwire thing with um, 
Darby Allen. I thought that was quite creative. I thought that was quite clever. Um, what else? We have Jake Hager versus Brandon Cutler. Um, what else do we have? So obviously then you had the bit where they beat down the Young Bucks dad. Isaiah Cassidy uh, with Matt Hardy and uh, Mark Queen versus Adam Hangman Page. Mark Queen wasn't even there. I was going to say. I just he he, has, he hasn't been with them for like the past. Been? I have no clue. It's been really weird. Like, um, that he just, like, since the. The Impact stuff. I don't think I've seen him since the Impact stuff. He just disappeared and they didn't reference it. It was, um, it was weird, that was. Because um, they, they lost that uh, tag title match at the No Surrender show. And I think that was the last time he was on I screen. I remember seeing. Because after the match, they did, like, an, uh, they filmed, like, a little video, didn't they, where. Um, Matt Hardy was like shouting at them, saying that they failed him, and you know all this sort of stuff. Do you do you foresee a, maybe a split between private party? I think it would be a mistake, but do you think that's the angle they're going with? That maybe they're going to split them up into single stars? No. You think that it's just the Matt Hardy uh, <coughs> storyline? No, I, I think maybe, like, I mean, I don't know, but, like, maybe he just, you know, got something going on that he's taking care of, so, you know, you yeah. just never know. Um, so, Hardy <coughs> comes out and tosses Alan Angels off the stage into the table afterwards as the Dark Order and uh, Adam Page looked on. But, yeah, that was uh, interesting. So, it's Alan Angels is five, isn't he? Yeah, five. <coughs> lose track of that. Uh, and then you had the women's title eliminated <clears throat> semi-final match between uh, Britt Baker with Rebel versus Nyla Rose. With Nyla Rose picking up the victory, Britt Baker is just never going to hold that title. Yeah, I, I, I thought they should have uh, just gave the title to Britt. Like I, like, I mean, not, not give the title to Britt, but have her go on the face sheet at Revolution and win the title. I always thought that was the way to go. I feel like Britt has kind of been like the face of the division for like quite some time. Even when she wasn't wrestling and she was out to injury, she was kind of the face of the division. So like, I I think they kind of, I don't want to say they made a mistake because I mean, they got other options. And then at that, I don't know if people kind of saw the bracket, but it looks like it's going to be Rio versus Nala Rose again. And they've all always had really good matches. Like their matches have always been good. So I ain't going to complain about seeing another Rio Nala Rose match, but I think a lot of people were kind of thinking Britt Baker was going to get it. Maybe they want to do Rio versus Sheeta at, um, a revolution. Yeah, I like I get it, but I just like Britt Baker is the standout for me. Yeah, I get a bit frustrated that she just doesn't seem to. They never seem to quite put her over the. Like over the 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 hill, if you like, she kind of will just about be ready for that push, and then they just they remove her or they lose have her lose. It's a bit frustrating. Maybe um, they're waiting for uh, for them to get it back in arenas. Never know. Yeah, that, that, I could understand that. She's a good. Uh, she could be a real good heel for them actually as a champion, I suppose. Uh, and maybe they want the fans there for. Um, what about uh, the ladder match between Lance Archer and Ray Phoenix? What do you think of that? The ladder match. Uh, sorry, the. Are you the face of the Revan Latch qualifier match? Yeah. No, it, it was a it was a solid closer, solid main event match. Like I ain't have no uh, issue with it. I think it was good. I'm very, very faint. I feel like that dynamic always where you got the high flyer with the big guy who can who's yeah. quite athletic himself. That doesn't. It's never a bad combination. And um, yeah, I think the the right man won. I think Lance Archer. Mm -hmm. I feel like Lance Archer got a lot of steam behind him. 
Yeah. And, 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 and you always need a you, you always need a big guy in these ladder matches. Like you can't just have all half liars or like all like guys that do like special spats. Like you, you need you need like the kind of the muscle in there a little bit to kind of the, somebody that's gonna be in there to catch everybody for the most part. Yeah, for sure. I um, you mentioned NXT at the start of the show, uh, Escobar versus Karrion Cross in a street fight. Um, I thought NXT was pretty good this week, mate. Uh, you started off with Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis. Uh, I feel like Dexter Loomis's character's lost a bit of steam. Oh yeah, I for sure. Some people. It was, it was that. It was that injury, bro. Before Takeover Thirty. Yeah. It was that injury. Like, I know some people didn't get the character, but I thought he was. He was getting over real, real well, um, and then it kind of just went off the boil a bit, and he got, like you say, he got injured. Uh, we had another promo from LA Knight. Um, do you think we see him anytime soon in the in the arena to start a feud? I said, th- I think we see him the the the, the a- after WrestleMania. That's when we see him. Really? Do you think yeah. they're going to wait? They're going to wait that long? It's something like five weeks, six weeks. Yeah, I suppose. I noticed that this time in the promo, he did um, his uh, fact of life catchphrase, which he didn't, I don't think, in the pre-show um, before. Um, he, I love his promos, i got to be honest. I think he's uh, fantastic. Um, what else did we have? Uh, we had uh, Tyler Rustin with Malcolm Bivins versus Leon Ruff. Didn't uh, didn't get started as uh, as Zayas, uh, Swerve Scott came out and attacked Leon Ruff. They um, I quite like what they're doing with uh, Swir- uh, Isaiah Scott. What about you? I don't. You don't like it. Mm-mm. I'm just glad they're doing something with him because he's so talented, mate. Like what? Um, what I, did you I, like about him? No, I, I just always thought like his original character that he was coming off the independent scene with, like the cool, laid back Swerve. I always thought that was money. And like, they, I don't know, like, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm guessing it just maybe just didn't resonate with the the audience like how it did on the like the NXT slash WWE audience like the way it did when he was on the independent scene. I mean, most most of those crowds that said takeovers are like fans of everything, but I don't know, it just seemed like it didn't resonate. But like, I always yeah. thought that was like the best version of like when he was like MLW World Heavyweight Champion and stuff like that, and the Five Champion, and like that, that like that was like kind of the character he came in with NXT. NXT wit and like it kind of got taken away, but I mean, but he's, he's still doing something with him. I mean, I'm not a like big on it, but maybe it'll grow him. You never know. Yeah, I um, I actually discovered him through MLW because in the UK you get MLW, uh, it's free on YouTube every week, uh-huh. um, and that's how I discovered him. And I agree, I thought he was a money character, but in this, you know, also. WWE, as we know, likes to change stuff up, don't they? Um, <clears throat> so it'd be interesting where they go with that. Tyler Rust and Malcolm Bivens sort of celebrated afterwards, which I thought was quite funny. I see, I'm glad um, he's on TV. Yeah, he should have been on TV a long time ago, though, mate. Another one that they just haven't done anything with. Um, oh, we had a new NXT class, mate. Um, what did you think of this uh, new class of recruits? The big one. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, it was a big. I'm gonna just pull it up if I can. My computer's being real slow. Um, but we had obviously uh, Taya Valkyrie, uh, John Morrison's wife or partner. Hey, hey, hey. 
cut, cut, show, show her some respect, man. It's a bet oh, right oh, there. I just meant to who she is. She's a phenomenal wrestler. Ex-Impact star, Taya Valkyrie. WWE, they, they didn't just say Impact. They, they put it in the press release that she was traveled all over the world. I'm like, bro, y'all literally credit Impact in like seven of the documentaries that's on the network. Yeah, like, if y'all just... <laughs> come, on, come on now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's, um, there was also that that Brock Lesnar guy who he, I say Brock Lesnar guy. He looks a little bit like Brock Lesnar. He's a big old guy. Is he a footballer? Yeah, he used to play football. American football. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Real football. Big old boy. Real football. The fake, the fake football, <laughs> which is uh, yeah, which no one knows about. But um, yeah, I mean, he's obviously. I was not surprised to see him in there because. He had been very, very active on social media in the days before that. So mm. it was clear that there was some sort of, you know, he was going to announce that he was going somewhere. Um, who else was on there? Did anyone else stand out, mate? Uh, um, AQA. She was a student at uh, Booker T's Reality of Wrestling. She was a graduate and uh, I think a former um, champion there. Like she, She's really good, bro. She's very, very talented. Just, I think they probably see a character for her, and then she'll be, yeah. she'll be fine. She's a great wrestler, though. Like, I'm pretty sure, like much everybody that gets signed or to any company, like you're pretty sure you can't be a bad wrestler. That's like yeah. you let you, yeah. But yeah, she's um, she's really good. Uh, there's a lot of people in this class, man. Oh, uh, Bronson, uh, Bronson Rice, Rick Steiner, which is the son of. Uh, Former WCW and WWE tag team champion Rick Steiner. Yeah, it's cool because uh, uh, Arn Anderson's son is in AEW too. So you got two, uh, got Bron- you got uh, Rick Steiner's son and Arn Anderson's son getting in the business. Both of them look just like their daddy. Yeah, that's going to be real cool. Isn't it? Um, and was there anyone else who. Uh, Parker Bordeaux was the, the, the footballer who I was thinking mm-hmm. of. I couldn't remember his name. But you'd have. By his luck alone, like obviously I've I have no idea if he can work, but um, by his luck alone, I'd imagine that Vince McMahon is salivated at the prospect of getting him. I say re- that release release Lars Sullivan, insert Parker Bordeaux. There you go. There's your monster. They love a big man, which is why we're also worried about. That's why. That's gold. that's why they need to sign you. They couldn't afford me. <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't afford me. They couldn't pay my fees. Um, what are you looking forward to in the wrestling world over the next couple of weeks? Or this uh, next week, should we say? Uh, New Japan, New Castle. Uh, Castle Attack. I said New Castle. Castle Attack. I was thinking about the Hurl and Kumar movie. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, New Japan, Castle Attack. Uh, Is that- that's the Saturday and Sunday. Tomorrow. Yes, that should be good. Is, oh, that, yeah, that's her, the one with, is that the one with Kenta and uh, no, uh, Moxley on? That, that's that tonight. Japan strong. Yeah. So that's on this evening, yeah? Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, I'll watch yeah, that in the morning. Yeah, Hiromu, um, is, he, he's going to be out for six months with a torn pack. So. They, they had to, and, and he was the junior heavyweight champion, so they had to rearrange all that. And they so, don't, there you go. I was just going to ask you if they, did they strip strip him of the title? Yeah, he, 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 he appeared on the show and vacated it. 
they did like a, they did like a whole angle. Yeah, because like after he um, he broke his neck in twenty eighteen, broke his neck and like there's such a cool moment seeing him come back. Like so to to lose him again is a big blow for a new Japan, I think, but also um, obviously for the fans that's real disappointing because. But are you good? You good? Finished. He's just super popular, isn't he? Yeah, I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say like if if, if if the pandemic wasn't going on, I think they would they would be okay because I I feel like they about to lock in Leo Rush because Leo Rush he's on their roster page now. So uh, okay, I like yeah. it. So yeah. I think I think Leo is about to be um more in New Japan. I, I I definitely think if there wasn't a pandemic, like he would be in Japan right now. So and yeah, I mean if, if he's on the roster page, and that should kind of let you know what they think of him because I'm pretty sure they just wouldn't put him on the roster page if. You know, yeah, yeah. They don't. Um, they don't just put everyone in who who appears on their programming, do they? They um, they're selective of who, who they put on. And look, Leo Rush, in my opinion, is one of the most talented uh, people in wrestling in the world in any company. And um, I really am looking forward to uh, just seeing what they do with him when once he's signed like permanent. Because mm-hmm. once he's signed permanent, they can really beef up that junior heavyweight yeah, division, they can man. Find him, well, he could do anything, mate. He could literally do anything. Um, give me, give me Leo versus Okada. Oh yeah, that'd be good shit, mate. I just, I just want the pandemic to go now, so we can see how the wrestling world pans out. Because I'm just very interested to see. Like how the Bullet Club stuff progresses, whether will they end up going and having a little stint in AEW? What are they gonna do with the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks? Because I was thinking the other day, like they're doing the Young Bucks versus Jericho and MJF. They seem to be setting MJF and Jericho up as quite it's quite a personal feud, which makes me think, oh, are they gonna put the tag titles on them? I think they are. But then that takes away from the Good Brothers Young Bucks stuff, unless the Good Brothers cost them the title. Then, of course, it's set up beautifully. You think you think we're gonna see the Young Bucks wrestle at Rebellion? Mm. That, that, that that's the Impact pay per view in April. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know how they feel about Impact still. I they had a bad time there, and I'm. Yeah, I think probably, but I don't no, think I, 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 I definitely think Omega won't wrestle on the car. His his logo is on the like the pay per view logo. His oh, his man. his Omega symbol is like on the like literally on the pay per view logo. Yeah, then I'd say probably. That's I, 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 I I think he gonna win the title. I think he gonna win the, uh, the Impact title from Rich Swan at that show or Moose. It's probably gonna be Moose. I think it's gonna be Moose. Because Moose Omega facing Rick, Moose, Mo- with Moose Omega going over. Because Moose, um, Moose, um, is facing Swan for the title on the thirteenth of March. Yeah. Um, at the at the it's a live show. It's um not tape. It's a live one of their live specials. So I think they're gonna take the title from. And I don't know if you heard Don Callis on the Talking Shop podcast earlier this week. He said he I thinks yet, he said no. he said he thinks Moose is the best athlete in wrestling, and he thinks like very very highly of Moose. And I so would you think they'll take the title off him and then put it back on him at a later date? No, I, I, I think I think they're gonna put the title on Moose and then have him um, drop it to Kenny because I think they yeah. think there's gonna be a great match and then 
because uh, because you know they um because so, so what happened is they uh they 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 put they re they sanctioned that TNA World Heavyweight Title again, so it's an official title again, and that and Moose already has that. Okay. So I think once he loses the Impact World Title, they're just gonna be like, oh, well, I still well, Moose is still like the official um, TNA World Heavyweight Champion, and then they can just keep riding that until they get the belt back from Omega. And I think that I think once Omega beats Moxley at uh at Revolution, I think oh I think Moxley's going away until like the fall. I don't think he's coming back. Until like okay. later this year, I, 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 I guess it just, just the promos that he was giving and talking about like the Moxley extermination chamber and like how he was talking about how he was going out swinging and if he loses, that that's gonna be a hell of a way to go out. I think I think probably it's gonna, I mean, because it isn't Renee supposed to give birth like this summer? Yeah, so, so, so I, I think, I think this summer, yeah. I think Moxley probably won. I mean, I don't know him personally. I'm mean, just talking. He's sure. talking wrestling, but like maybe he just want to chill out and like be traveling yeah. while his wife is pregnant during the pandemic and just want to stay home and just wait till it's over. So like, I, yeah, I definitely think he, I, I, a hell of a way to go out. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, mate. I am. Uh, I was going to ask you about that to finish us off then. So they're having an exploding barbed wire, barbed wire yeah. match. Death match. So for the, for the, for the people who maybe are not familiar with that type of thing, mm. what is an exploding barbed wire match? So, uh, there's like um uh uh for for in some cases there's a timer as far as like okay. so so basically the ropes are barbed wire is basically what it is it's covered in barbed wire yeah. right and some in some cases like in some of these matches like they did them a lot at FMW in Japan like it yeah. would be like um so sometimes there there's a timer somebody controlling the timer to set the set the you call it a bomb I guess I don't you know what call it a bomb but like set the explosion off right mm-hmm. and, and some of some others is just contact somebody hit the rope booms contact you know or some or some along yeah. those lines but but, but but mostly i think it's just somebody controlling the timer and then when somebody hits then they hit it to make it make it seem as if it's a contact type thing like i don't really know but like the like which one is it but it's either one of those so yeah it's um, every time you hit the ropes it's an explosion it seems like and um like you can easily go check these matches like on daily motion or or YouTube, like it's plenty of them up there. Uh, I know yeah, the fa- yeah. it's, a, it's a famous one up there, like with uh, Atsushi Onita, Atsushi Onita, Atsushi Onita, and uh, it's a like he got some real good ones. He like dabbled in that like a lot. He tried to bring it to um to WWF, but Vince McMahon was like nobody. And uh, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I know a lot of people. That's not a lot of people's styles. I, I, I watch Big Japan sometimes when I can. Like they, that's all they do is death matches for the most part. Like I really like that because it's just crazy to me like how a human being could like actually want to do that yeah. shit and i know i would never do that so i found it interesting when somebody else wants to do that so i'm interested to see the death match i know moxie gonna go all out especially considering this seems like this is gonna be his last match for a little while and it's gonna solidify omega because it's gonna be like omega just beat moxie in his own game and then i don't think it's gonna hurt moxie at all because i'm pretty sure he gonna look strong going out of it and i think he should get like a, a proper farewell for the time being after the match like they have the crowd salute him and Send him off real right before he, you know, go off and into into pop into popperhood and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, it's gonna be a good. One. I'm I'm like I'm like really amped for this. It's gonna be cool to see, especially on um, American soil yeah, for the first time in a long time. That you see, is it? Like yeah, in, not in America. Uh, 
like America or like mainstream. Yeah, mainstream. Mainstream yeah. is the proper way to say it. There you go, mainstream. They do death matches on the time on the on the independent scene, but not no yeah, exploding, close. not exploding barbed wire death matches. But they definitely no, do. No, they no. definitely do death matches on the independent scene. So there you go. Mainstream is the best way to put it. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm fascinated, mate, to see them do it. And do you think, like some of that, like Kenny Omega's influence, or do you think it's John Moxley's in for influence? No, t- Tony Khan said in the interview that uh, he thought about it. They they was thinking about doing this last year. Like they, 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 no, they, they, they say what feud for? No, for this. Oh, for the same feud, okay. Well, no, well, wait, 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 let me correct that. He didn't say exactly what he was thinking about. He was just saying like he he wanted to do an exploding bar where deathmatch, but he just didn't know like how he was gonna get to it. And this was like the perfect time. And then he and then he told Mox, and then Mox was like, like this is what I do. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so. You know Omega, like he's like kind of at a mindset now, especially since the AEW that he wants to be good at, like every style of wrestling, not just yeah, the, yeah. like the singles traditional match stuff that we all know he can do. Like he wants to try and dabble in a little bit of everything. So hopefully he's safe. I know Moxley probably doesn't give a shit if he's safe or not, but yeah, hopefully they take care of each other and you know it don't it, it, it don't get it don't it don't get too bloody in there. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, mate. I tell you that interesting to see. Like, because one you, but thing you, but with you, that you, type you, of match, you know, you can only do that. You can only do that uh, outdoors too. So, yeah. So I suppose it's a benefit of being yeah Daly's place. Daily's place. Yeah. It's um, I guess like the one thing you don't want. It's like a happy medium, isn't it? Like with this type of match for mainstream audience, is you don't want it to be too watered down because then it seems cheesy and campy and a bit shit but then also you can't have it be like a bloodbath yeah the extreme like an 80s one where there's just like no like you said you said like the, one, like the, the ones they do in uh big japan and like the ones in big japan that they do it's not exploding by wire but but hey boy I'm, I'm telling you like it is i'm talking about like it is ridiculous but in it like i, I like thoroughly enjoy it a lot it's kind I of shit kind of sick it's interesting to me. Like I find it fascinating. You just want to see the um, match. You you want to see it. You want to yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. They um, I saw one where they had like a swimming pool around the ring, so the ring was like in like mm-hmm. a big, like pool of water, and there was a barbed wire and all this different. Yeah, you shit. you I can't you, you want to know what uh, it was? But it was, a, it was another funny one that they did. Like they had a a piranha, in the <laughs> in the fish tank. And they, I'm talking like a real like fucking piranha, and like Oof. they would like put the person hand in there or some shit like that. I, I, I don't know if the piranha got like uh, got got his tea poured out or some shit like yeah. that, but like it was like a real like piranha, and I was like y'all crazy as hell, Jesus. boy. Yeah, it's uh, there's some crazy matches from uh, some companies in Japan. Like if you have a search around on YouTube and stuff, yeah, you, you can literally find all this stuff on YouTube. Bro. I like, think it was, um, I think it was FMW, and it was like an exploding, exploding pool match. <laughs> um, so I have a, have a look at that. It's uh, it is wild. Um, oh yeah, I got it. Can, 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 can you imagine Vince McMahon agreeing to some shit like that? Someone, some, someone trying to sell him on that. Hey Vince, I got this great idea. Exploding barbed wire. Reigns, Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania, an exploding barbed wire pool match. Uh, 
but yeah, it's uh, it's wild, mate. What do you think is a question then to finish us off? Bit of a fun one. What is the wildest w or most extreme, most bloody? I don't know. Like what's in WWE stroke WWF? What's the most wild thing you've ever, like match you've ever seen? Mm-hmm. Like, have, have they really even done anything like super wild, like, like match wise? There was wise? a couple in the ruthless aggression era, just in terms of the amount of blood. So I think I vaguely remember one. With, oh, oh, the, the uh, like, John Cena and not that 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 woman they did, but uh, oh, JBL was in that match you were talking about, but like uh, like that one they did with Eddie Guerrero and JBL when he accidentally split his head open off the chair shot. Yeah, like that. That was a that was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot, a lot of, of blood. That was, Eddie lost a lot of blood right there. Um, Isn't it wild how though they don't didn't stop? Like cracked his head open, blood everywhere. Yeah, didn't stop. Uh, it's insane, man. The, yeah, but I don't, I don't think I don't think WWE uh, really does like any crazy like no, over the top matches. Like they've had like a lot of like bloody matches, but like not anything. To the caliber of an exploding barbed wire death match. match. Yeah. I want to see a pool match in WWE by the end of this year. Pandemic pool match. <laughs> Pandemic pool. It'd be better than a fucking Mosa Mayhem. Yeah, that was shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> just saying. Right, Andrew, it's, as ever, mate, it's been a pleasure. I love talking to you. I could talk to you forever and ever. Just rambling on about wrestling and and shit but it's always a good 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 time my friend and then i enjoyed our pre-show conversation as well it was incredible guys go to andrew thompson uh, youtube.com slash andrew thompson interviews press that subscribe button and get the best wrestling shows in the world he is the goat of interviewers had some phenomenal phenomenal interviews on his channel Love that shit. And, uh, of course, we'll be back hopefully next week. We'll see how the schedules work out. But uh, we'll see what we can do. Andrew, pleasure, my friend. Peace out, side of science guy. The GOAT. Network.